Friday lunchtime lectures at the Open Data Institute. I'm, I'm very glad that you are all here because, you know, these many heads can make so many questions and we are going to have awesome discussions and stuff about all of this. Yeah, so <clears throat> I am Alexi. I'm Alexi Rossi. The presentation is just going to open, but before that I want to show you a bit of technology. This is innovation in action. I guess you all guys, you, you are very familiar here in this weather about the umbrellas, right? But the umbrellas even can be made a bit different. So this is a high-tech umbrella. It doesn't look like one. <coughs> this has been proven in the wind tunnels before the design was really made material. Mm -hmm. So it's short here. You can easily see what's out there. And then it's long there. So even if you have a backpack, that will be covered. And with one hand, you can go like in extreme winds. With two hands, you can go to hurricanes. And you still won't fly. So even the everyday things can really be a bit different if they are being taught. This is not the finished product. So unfortunately, I cannot doubt about that. It is from US. It's called Sense, so in case you want to check it out. But I, I really like it. And every time I, I come here, I have to take it. I never use it in, in Finland. It very seldom uh, rains there. And when it rains, it's usually the good thing. It's like a summer. Warm, warm and nice. Yeah, so I tried to talk to you a bit about the crowdsourced lawmaking that we've been doing. But because I don't know how well you know Finland, I thought that it might be better if I start there. So this is Finland. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the way we go work half of the year. Not exactly really a, a snowstorm every time, but I mean, you get the picture anyway. Often when it's like this, it is actually not that bad because it's not that cold. But then when it goes like minus 30, you start to freeze as well. <laughs> so it's not only that there's a bit of snow. Uh, it is not, of course, always like that. So after the, the, the snow has been going away, it's beautiful. It might be a bit hard to get to work. So again, you are going to have a second day in a row to work from home. But this is beautiful, it's, it's white and everything is a bit like dimming down. When you walk, you hardly can hear yourself, or at least the, the guy next to you. So this is very, very good. But the good thing about this is that all those winters, indoors, you have plenty of time to spend on something, and then you end up doing new innovations. And that, that is also what happened for Open Ministry. We were starting when the winter was at the maximum. This is also Finland, uh, so a bit different picture. So <clears throat> the key thing that what Finland is all about is about thousands, about tens of thousands of lakes. So during the summer, which is actually started already last weekend, I'm an exceptional case here, we go there to the summer cottages. <coughs> and Finland is not that many people, so what happens is that you get to be there pretty much alone. That means that you can also hear your thoughts. That doesn't usually happen in the context of a city. We are young, quite young, um, when it comes to the democracy. Uh, we got free from the, from the bigger powers of Sweden and then uh, Russia. Uh, for the latter, we are not that friendly. T these days, we do plenty of business with them. That's good. Uh, but uh, even 
having this kind of history, we have been able to be, well, quite peaceful since. Only few for fights, bigger fights, a bit like in the UK as well. Uh, the other thing about Finland is that we have been scoring quite well when it comes to education. There is this called PISA study made where people are being tested and then scored how well a certain age of, of students know topics like reading, writing, and mathematics and science and so on. Uh, the corruption, we are not high on corruption, this is actually the anti-corruption, so this is the perceived amount of uh, corruption felt by the people, and then the list is like reversed, so you get, you are ranking high if you are corruption-free from the citizens' point of view. UK is doing well on both, but there has been also a bit of discussion about this, of course, in the U UK media. Uh, when it comes to the democracy, we are multi-party system. So here you can see the, the biggest parties we have. There are a few smaller ones as well. But even the highest one is at the moment about a bit over 20%. It means there are four bigger ones which are about 80%, 90%, and then the rest who are kind of getting the, the rest of the votes. And they are important when you start to form a government because you have to have everybody on board. At the moment, there are six parties forming the government. So these are like the, the starting points where the Finnish democracy is building. The question is, what is the problem? Why do we need any kind of innovation here? Well, <coughs> this is one of them. People are losing interest, which means we can see falling interest on, on voting. That leads, according to some democracy researchers, to the uh, lack of le legitimacy. Eventually, if you are doomsday sayer, you can say, yeah, there will be a crash, crash of democracy. I wouldn't go that far, but if I can, I try to help to avoid that as well. And one of the major ways to go around that is dream. So instead of having the Luther speak of, I have a dream, I can say that there was a morning when I was dreaming. And I thought that there would be some other ways to, to, to start to build the democracy. Uh, I had just heard the previous day an idea about the open ministry, and then I thought, yeah, that is a thing that I need to jump on. So what happened? A bit over a year ago, 1st of March, we got the new constitution change, which mean, means that all the Finnish citizens effectively have the power of the prime minister. Meaning, they can go to the parliament and say, this is a law I would love to have. And then, if you are able to gain majority vote, then that will pass, and there will be a new law. So the Finnish citizens can propose laws like prime minister. However, there is also problems regarding this. With the citizen initiative, uh, the people don't have a ministry. <coughs> so there is no one helping them to weigh the options or really draft the, the text of law. We are that. We are by the people, for the people. We are the open ministry. We try to help people to make laws. And during one year, we already have gained the first citizen initiative into parliament. Unfortunately, last week, it was being voted down, so the parliament didn't approve it. But, yeah, at least we are there. And that, that was a great thing. Um, 
we have been doing many other things as well, but this I think is like one of the highlights, most definitely. So what are the problems then where we are starting? This is the problem. This is a cacophony. This is a multitude of ideas which are like waves rippling to each other. Uh, the biggest risk that we thought that the, the, uh, our citizen initiative is going to happen is that there are going to be too many ideas, and then even the good ideas won't get forward. And this, this was something we wanted to really change. We wanted to help people to give ideas so that we will get a lot, but that we would be able to filter them as well, so that only the very good ideas would be the ones that we start to campaign. And these are maybe the two main functions of the open ministry. We collect the ideas with the people, people submit them, and then there is like thumbs up down, which is a good thing. And then finally, we are going to help them to campaign for them. And there are actually multiple campaigns involved. <coughs> so in other words, what is open ministry? We do crowdsource lawmaking or legislation. And we are like a ministry in a way that we get requests of what could be law, and then we try to draft it, and maybe even have a debate and hearing about it. We are by the people, for the people. We've gotten this far with 30,000 euros. That's the all funding that we've gotten so far. Uh, and maybe in the future there will be like wider funding for it, but at the moment we are going very on the shoestring way of everything. So the way open ministry works to, to get things done is that we start with the ideation and the development. That's usually done happening in the heads of the people in the in the crowds. And then when the idea is that good that it can start a bit to be campaign we finally get it to the parliament and there needs to be a bit of lobbying. Make this all happen, you need to have a platform. And this platform is coming from two different angles. First, there was the technical platform, and then we also, besides that, of course, we need the human factor. We need to be able to help the people to work. So there are two things on this. This is from one of the Finnish... Uh, major newspapers called Helsingin Sanomat, the news of Helsinki or something like that. And this was a historical moment. Uh, I am not in this picture, so you cannot see me, but I'm actually just behind this guy walking there into the parliament to hand out this first initiative. And the first initiative was about uh, banning fur farming. And as I said, it didn't pass. But the people who were doing this, these guys, they already knew that it's not going to pass. So it, it, from their point of view, it's like uh, fixing slavery. That you have to go slowly and take steps, and it's going to take decades, but in the end, there will be the price. I am not personally really much um, pro or against this topic. So as a member of Open Ministry, I try to help them to achieve the, the, the goal. And this is what we often do. This is our website, the technical platform. It's called Avoin Ministeria, maybe you, somewhere you can see it, not this one. I, I'm translating this as we go. It has been approved by the officials, so you can actually use this to contribute your uh, signatures to the banning fur farming 
Here you can see the other ideas that are going on. At the moment, this is being collected. It's equal marriage, and it's going to get to the parliament at the end of the year. Dismantling alcohol monopoly, as you can see, was not a success. So we have failures as well. Government debt ceiling was coming very interestingly from the people who were even underaged. Uh, the energy drink prohibition was coming from the the parents of the people who are in schools, like the youngsters, the, the kids who are in schools, and parents were saying that uh, we have heard so many stories from the doctors, from the uh, dental uh, experts and so on, that energy, energy drinks are really not going well, uh, the kids cannot even concentrate at schools, so let's ban them. What happened here was that they were able to gain 30,000 about there, as you can see here, but then the time ended. So we have a six months to collect those signatures. If you fail on that, you have to restart completely blank again. You cannot build on that. So this didn't go forward, but what happened besides this was in some municipalities, or actually quite many, there were just uh, salespeople, the grocery store owners, who were saying that, yeah, we are going to ban them anyway, even if there's not the legislation to back it up because they have been giving them or getting the message from the from the parents. So they are like ripples beyond the, the official campaign. And then the final example here is the copyright law reform. We have been doing heavily that because there is no single person with a face who can do it. So in this case we have been the face uh, publicly. Uh, it's made in the name of open democracy. Uh, open ministry. And that is actually a very interesting one because it's also the one where one of the key politicians in Finland thinks this kind of system is a must. Not only very useful or quite necessary, but a must. And it comes from the fact that when it comes to copyright, there's so much of all kinds of lobbying from the artists, from the corporations, but the one sound that doesn't get through is from the public, from the individuals. There's no one lobbying for me. At least I'm not paying for anyone for that. Uh, so what we uh, were doing there was that we took quite a few, maybe about 10 different ideas, put them together how the copyright law should be changed, and then that was being made as a campaign. Here you can see this was actually, this is not recent one, but uh, we were halfway through. But then the other half proved to be very hard. There's one month left, so there's still hope. But my prediction is that it's not going to get through. We'll, we will stop around somewhere like 30,000 votes or signatures of statements of support. Uh, 50,000 is the required amount. But still, it's a, it's a like great thing. We have like thousands, tens of thousands of people who are saying that copyright law needs to be changed in this precise way. To my knowledge, there haven't, hasn't been this kind of party in Finland or, or many other countries talking for the public. Just to reiterate, what we do, we get the ideas, we try to make them as the drafts. Here we have to filter a lot. And then after drafts, we hope that we are going to get them into proposals, meaning it's going to be finalized. They are not going to be a single comma that will change after it's going to be a proposal. Otherwise, you have to restart everything. That's the, the constitution, how we go. Then, if we are able to get the campaign done, in the end, there will be a new law. 
how to make this all really work, how to ensure success. That is a tricky, tri tricky question, because what happens is that if you start from scratch, this happens. You will blow off the candle. The little light that you had will fade away. And the way to avoid it is that you actually do it a bit different. Uh, you have the idea, maybe multiple of them, and you start to find the winners. Because most of them won't gain even the 50,000, not to mention maybe even taking the parliament into consideration. And if you have your idea, you also have to be quite open-minded that that maybe needs to be changed. So you have to find people to support you, and maybe you have, made, have to be able to make a bit of leeway for them and, and make adjustments for your precious idea. So it's going to be a bit of a bargain, which is of course no surprise. But people who feel, yeah, finally I'm going to get my idea through, they are going to fail. And that's a bit unfortunate. Here are a few examples of the ideas of the ideation. So we have more than 400 ideas so far submitted through the first year from our old users. I'm translating this again because they're in Finnish. So only one official language. It has been debated forever. We are bilingual. We have also Swedes. There should be a paternity test as a possibility, as a right for men as well. So far it has been only for women. Criminalization of the school bullying. Those are kids, they shouldn't be punished, but something needs to be done. And that idea from this person was coming, actually I know her, she's a teacher herself. And she was saying, yeah, we need to do something from the law point of view to be able to make the change in the schools in a positive way. And then the open data is a mandatory consideration. At the moment, it is not. There is nothing that requires. And now the open data activists were saying that, yeah, this would be like first step on the, on the path to the better world. And I think it's an excellent idea. Besides this, you can see that there is a bit of like a short uh, version of it. Uh, you can see how many people have been watching it, giving their vote for it, what has been the division of the votes between whether they like it or not, and if they have comments. And many, many good ideas do have a plenty of comments, so people start to debate about it, maybe ask for more information, providing it or giving some comments how it needs to be changed. All of this could be improved in the future, but uh, we have the starting point here, and that's, I think, it's great. At the top, uh, you cannot read it, perhaps if you can't read Finnish, but uh, they are all the different types of sorting the ideas in many different ways to find the good ones, because there are so many of them. Otherwise, you end up browsing and browsing and browsing. So, about rocking hard. This is where it actually <laughs> makes sense. We got strongly authenticated um, statements of support, meaning they are electronical. And this means that this is revolutionary. Uh, to our knowledge, there are no other countries with the, with the citizen initiative, with the online petition system. Uh, there are about 20, 23 countries already in Europe with a citizen initiative in a form or another. But having this, that you are actually able to do it online, is lacking from most. And it is now in our constitution, so you cannot even easily change it, even if you would love to later on. And this allowed the idea of open ministry, because without this, there would be like two realms. First, the online talk, how to do things, how to develop the ideas, and then the real world where you have to go to the person and ask, would you like to actually sign this because this is a good idea? 
that's hard job, very hard job. You have to face a lot of people, and facing costs money, meaning as an individual, there would be no way around. But now, as an individual, if you're able to use the social media to your advantage, you can actually make a huge, huge change. This is one example of where people are making changes. This is about the copyright law. We had a website which was very ugly. So then one guy from the net thought that, yeah, that's ugly, I'm going to redo the website. And then he said, how about guys using this new version? Because it's a bit cleaner. You either do the signing electronically or you sign the paper version, or you go to some event where you can sign it. You can get a bit of more information about it, or you can share the information about it. Or if you want to be a bit more active, these are the ways how you can start to do things on your own in your neighborhood, talk to your colleagues and so on. So this was contributed in GitHub, and we were able to then deploy it for this campaign, like get, getting it for free instead of like contacting or finding someone to, to do it for free. And here is where the magic happens again. This is the copyright law reform. As you can see here in the first few days, we got plenty of signatures. And then what happens here is surprising as well. We get the bump. And this bump is coming from here. So there was a lot of ideas with uh, not too many signatures, but then suddenly we have more than 100,000 signatures for equal marriage campaign. So when this spike happened, that also means that it was building for the other campaigns. We were helping both of these campaigns. And this is also very special moment because here I have said that we are dating from the democratic prehistory to the modern age. That is exactly what happened. Before that, everything was physical. But now we can be also very active online. And it was this moment when it happened. But here happened the revolution. Now we have hundreds of thousands of people who are reacting and using their free time to say, this is something I want to change. And to put this in the picture, uh, or, or like, like to be able to compare, 50,000 are needed. That means 1.7% of the total voting population. So then you can compare how many people that would be in the UK. We are 5.4 million in Finland. I don't know how many is UK. So that's why I leave the calculation for you, or maybe someone does it and can tweet about it, and then we all know how it Anyway, this was the two critical days when the history was being made a bit like that now we jump to the internet. Now we have this new playing ground. This is our website. Uh, you cannot see the link here. Well, there you can see it easier. GitHub, Avoin Ministeriö slash Avoin Ministeriö. So it is our uh, website, uh, our GitHub repository of the platform. So it's open source. Anybody can take it. We even encourage, we will help. I'm the techie. So mo mo much of the crap that is there you know whom to blame. <laughs> you also know whom to contact if you want to know more. Here are the instructions how you can start to do the development. Or if you want to set up your own version of it, then the same is, is installation instructions go with that as well. We really heavily promote the open sourceness. 
Here's another example. This is now coming from different repository. This is called Kansanmuisti. Uh, it's a Finnish word meaning the memory of the people. And I've been working with that guy, Diva Uriala, to make this SEMSI happen. Uh, SEMSI is uh, semantical indexing, meaning I can give a document and another one, and then SEMSI is going to say how closely related those two are based on the words that are being used in there. Now, it, this is very actually not that hard to do in English, uh, but many other languages than English are harder because they do inflect a lot more. So stemmers for, for English are easy to come by, especially open source, but we need to have a quite good quality stemmer for Finnish to be able to use it at all. Therefore, now there is a package for this and we are using it for two sister organizations. And again, this is open source. So if someone else wants to start to contribute or, or take it into other accounts, they are free to do it. Now, that was technical bullshit, but let's talk about how we are going to use this. What we are going to do with this is that we try to filter away duplicate ideas. So when people come and say that, yeah, I would like to get rid of daylight saving because it kills my sleeping habits. And there are actually people who uh, thought that they are doing even suicides because if they are on medication, then comes this huge change in life. They might, that's the kind of the last straw on the camel's edge uh, back. So those kind of things are maybe not easy for everyone. And this have been added, I think, seven times to our platform. And what I would love to do is that when we have this old online platform, we would be getting the idea and the second person saying something about daylight saving, we would inform already that, can you check this idea? Because it kind of sounds that it's very similar to what you are just proposing. And therefore, we cannot force people that don't say your idea, but at least we can educate them about what's out there. And this is the technical tool set to make it happen. So that way, that can be used elsewhere as well, if need. This is another initiative that we need to do not everyone can use online tools. They maybe not have computers, or they are in remote locations, or they are elderly people without the social sphere to help them understand that this is even possible. So what we wanted to do, and actually we also accomplished at the end of the spring, was that throughout whole Finland we have libraries that we are doing partnerships with we provided them uh, one folder where there are these papers that people can sign if they want to give the paper signature. So they don't have to print it on their own and it's available like everywhere. Uh, the map is not quite complete, but I would say that at the moment there are no places in Finland where you cannot have the folder closer than 70 kilometers away from you. That might sound a lot when you think about London, but you have to think that Finland is like quite a bit bigger country especially a taller country than, than England. So we have lots of remote places. And as a maybe travel tip, tip to you, when you really need to unwind yourself or decompress, how the trendy people call it, you should consider this region here. <laughs> this region is an area, if you go north from here, it's like 200,000 square kilometers. It's almost the size of Great Britain. And there are also 200,000 people living there. So it's about a person per square <coughs> kilometer. However, they do live in these few places. So most of it is completely empty, completely vacant. 
And in Finland, none of this land is private. Everybody can free is free to walk wherever they want, as long as they are not going nearby buildings. And there are no buildings there. So basically, you can walk wherever you want. So if you want to decompress, you fly here to Rovaniemi, and then you start to walk. And you can keep walking for maybe a week or two weeks, and you might not see no one there. But there are people there, they are usually just avoiding you because you are the one making a lot of noise and they don't. <laughs> they are the nomadic people who have been taking care of the reindeers. And you know, those guys are very, very important because without reindeers, your Christmas is going to be very green. <laughs> so that's why all of these things you have to take into consideration. I'm actually originally from Lapland, so it's very easy for me to boast the good things about it. I'm not saying that there are lots of mosquitoes, Instead, I'm saying that there is the midnight sun. So now is the time from here to north where the sun is not going below the horizon line at all. So it's just one eternal, everlasting day. It goes on at the northest part of Finland for a month. And then during the winter, the opposite is happening. So it's just one very long night. You can see a bit of glow at the horizon because the sun is there like the sunrise. But the sunrise never happens. <laughs> so you can wait a few hours and then it's gone. And it, it doesn't happen again tomorrow, the same thing. When this happens, you have a, like the hacker ideal in Wyoming. No one bothering you because there's no one around. But then there's one eternal night that never ends. So a bit of Coca-Cola and you can do miracles. <laughs> However, I do live in Helsinki these days. And therefore, I know to come to places like this to be able to give the presentations as well. Anyway, back to open ministry. So what we are doing is that we are expanding. Uh, during the summer we hope to be able to release open council, which is going to be a bit like open ministry, but now it's going to be on a municipality level, not on a state level. And this idea actually came from a local politician who is working in the municipality. So the key idea is that when they are good ideas, they can adopt the ideas and it's like win-win. The, the person is getting their will through, but the politician is able to get all the free points because people are coming with the good ideas that they can adopt and then push through. And of course, they are going to do their dirty game anyway, so they are going to have the discussions on the back room and, and make sure that that is actually a passable idea. We are also expanding perhaps to the other countries, so using open ministries might not be that wrong to say. At the moment we are completely Finland-based, but we are in the talks of, of Slovakia and then also Italy. Uh, so we are not moving there and we are not forming any kind of overarching organization. Might be that there will be time for that as well, but at the moment we just want to go on the grassroots level. And Italy is actually quite a nice case to consider because in Italy the citizen initiative is completely different. It is a removal. So if you get through the initiative you actually can take away some part of the law, and now there is like an empty space, right? like vacuum, that will attract politicians so that they have to make something better for it. So then it comes like a, like a yeah, field and you get new laws. We also try to engage on the European level. So this is a working meme at the moment, Open Commission, that I'll be helping the European Citizen Initiative as well. So a few things about how we are able to do this. There's actually nothing new here. Besides open source, we try to use the tools that are available. 
both in our work and then helping other people to collaborate. This is one meme that we were able to push through during this uh, spring. So there was a politician who looks very happy, as you can see, and he, she is asking, like, was there really a purpose to make a shortcut? And then our meme is saying, yes, dear politician, it's unfortunate that these laws that you make come as a surprise for you. <laughs> so then every sixth of Finnish Facebook user was able to see this and react with it, maybe share it forward. That means that uh, maybe almost everyone who were online during those few, few days got this message. So we make also waves. Few lessons learned. There are actually four campaigns that you have to push through. There are the pre-campaigns for, for the activists to gain more people, then for the public to get it out, and then the real campaign to get that 50,000 people. And then afterwards you also have to lobby. We have been able to shake away most of the barriers for people to join in, also as an activist or as a public person, uh, private citizen. And this is the key thing, it's very beneficial to get people to do things, not only say that, yeah, I'm pro the idea. So a signature is almost nothing, but if I get a person to ask her family and, and the friends as well, I might be gaining 10 signatures, and that's way more powerful few lessons learned, then I will be wrapping up. Um, there's no need to be sneaky. You don't have to like surprise people. You can be open and open quite early on and tell like, what's happening. People with good ideas will comment on you. If you really want to get something through, you need to have vision. And our vision is this, and this is easy, and I really can suggest this for you as well. The easiest way to get aligned is to be in the woods and take a look up because all the trees are going in the same direction. So you have to think big, think the sky, the fluffy clouds, and then when everybody's looking there, you are already aligned. We haven't had any bad cases so far. You never know about the future. But, but because of that, we haven't been really in a tricky situation, so I cannot tell you how, how to avoid those. We have a, a zillion risk scenarios, what might happen, like that someone is hijacking your campaign and so on, but nothing like that has happened, so we don't know. We don't have experience on that. But we have experience about helpful people. So there has been, for example, a person who was able to almost make the most underdog of all the presidential candidates to be the president. He came out as second person. Um, but nevertheless, that was uh, like gaining 40% of support. And, and this person was able to help us as well, so we have been going forward with that. If you want to get people to really do things, this is the ladders you have to do. Stranger is a good one. You can still convert her. Follower is almost nobody. Because follower doesn't care maybe knows a bit about the topic but doesn't do anything he or she is a bit like lost soul but then when you start to get to the supporter or activist level things start to happen and the final piece is this one this is a terrorist cell this is an island when people are separated and they can still work efficiently that's the best thing 
So if you want to make these kind of things happen, think about the islands. Yeah, don't think about terrorist cells. <laughs> At least no cells. Meaningful tasking is hard. So if you want to do that effectively, you really have to do it. Now we get the second end of the view starting. Let me try to get back there, yeah. You get people on board, they might do a thing or two, but be able to repeat it, it's going to be a problem. That one we haven't been able to solve at all. And then the question is, does it really work elsewhere? So that was all for me. Thank you very much. You've been listening to a Friday lunchtime lecture brought to you by the Open Data Institute.